You are now tuned in to the Uncensored Podcast on Boss FM. All right, everybody. Welcome to Uncensored on Boss FM. Happy Wednesday, okay? It is your party boy, Joey. Hump day! It should go, Kayla. <laughs> Listen, hump day ain't got no humping. It surely don't, because I'm not at Pound Town right now. Let okay, raggedy. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm, I be at, I'm sorry, but I want to be at Cuddlesville. I'm not going to lie. I want to be a leave me the fuck alone, Bill. I aspire to be like you. Maybe I will. Buy me a shot, buy me a drink, and go on about your day. Maybe this hot girl summer, once I get my knotless braids next weekend, I will. I think once I lose, like, 20 pounds, which I'm going to start this week, and I'm saying that now, but I'll probably have me a chicken sandwich tomorrow, but once we do that, Got you. We'll, be at, we'll be at Pound Town. Will, will, will. Make but, it a ring out of it. Never right. know. But welcome to Uncensored. Yes, we are missing your girl Becca today, but it's okay because she will be returning soon. Joey, you want to know something? What? So, George Floyd's girlfriend, right, was the teacher to Dante Wright. Shut up. Yes. Yes. Wow. That that connects them. That that like besides being black lives matters pivotal figures, they're connected by one sole person. Mm, 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 mm. She about to make some moves. Moves. Imagine the trauma that she's facing. Oh yeah. But you know what? She's about she's about to she's about to avenge everybody. And I even have a new um, space that we're going to talk about today that just, or I, at least I just found it out during the show. Oh, you know, I love new info, honey. It's new tea. Piping hot tea. It's a little sad piping hot chamomile tea. Okay. That's, that's With a lemon. With a lemon. Right. With a lemon. On the side. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a piece of honey. It's a piece of honey. Today's show, we got some top news, some trending topics for you. A little flashback with B and J to some come on white folks in our ever so lovely discussion of the J. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Uncensored Boss FM, and we'll be right back after this break. All right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It is your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with Kayla, and we're going to jump right on into some top news. So, do you remember Jacob Blake? We all should remember Jacob Blake. Yes. The officer that shot Jacob Blake, or before we even hop into that, let me remind our listeners who Jacob Blake was. So, Jacob Blake is the first victim of police brutality that survived he got shot i want to say seven times in the back in front Mm -hmm. of kids in the car in kenosha wisconsin 
Right. I honestly, I want to say this happened sometime last year. I can't remember the specific date, but <clears throat> what I'm here to talk about today is that the officer that shot him, Rustin Shisky, returned to the job today, or March 31st. He returned back to work. He didn't face any charges, and he returned back to the force like nothing happened. So, a statement from the police chief, Daniel Miskins. He said, although this incident has been reviewed at multiple levels, I know that some will not be pleased with the outcome. However, given the facts, the only lawful and appropriate decision was made. He returned to the, to the force after being on an administrative leave on March 31st. Officer Shisky was found to have been acting within policy and will not be subjected to discipline. He, the chief also added. How do you feel? It's justice doing its thing again. Um, so here's my thing. The police or the police chief or whoever, the government may not do anything, but the citizens will. Mm-hmm. So, and this is what the police officer that shot him, she's, he told CNN um, investigators that shortly after the incident, that he used deadly force during the chaotic encounter because he was afraid Blake, while attempting to flee the scene, was trying to kidnap a kid in the backseat of the vehicle while he was driving. And that you said that was his was it that was his kid? Those, not that, those. I Were wanna, his kids. Yes. It was three of them, if I'm not mistaken. So how he kidnapping his own kids. But here's the thing about it. That's the insinuation and the assumption. And you make an ass out of you and me when you assume. Uh, okay. But see, that doesn't make sense that he believed that when he they asked him to get out of the car because they thought he was uh, drunk, driving drunk. So they just land anything on him at this point. Yeah. They don't and care what it is. They just they're just gonna throw it on there this this is not going to trial like it's not nothing was brought upon him he wasn't facing any charges he just returned to work like everything was normal and he just was recuperating from a surgery mm. that's raggedy as fuck to me but uh, again it's it's this is the this is a year where police are really just not doing good for themselves at all at all, even though this happened last year, but police officers never do good for themselves. 2021 and 2020 just, they're the year of um, enlightenment. Remember that period we learned in uh, history class, the enlightenment, I guess? Where you really just kind of learn about everything around you? Right, that's what we're doing here as a nation. And I think now it's more so, we're not even getting mad about it anymore we're just like okay we, we saw getting, it coming we're not getting mad because the world has opened back up and now we can go to Miami and shake our titties in our ass go to Vegas become strippers LA Puerto Rico right and do what we want to but when we was in lockdown during a panoramic we had all the rage all of the mad dog in us 
But that's slowly coming out in people, and I think it's slowly coming out in the cops, too. I don't know. I think it's slowly coming out in the cops that they're going to use this, uh, I'm scared for my life. Because they haven't really had to do their jobs. Like, notice how people were not getting speeding tickets during this pandemic. Nobody. The cops were told. At least I thought the cops were told. Mm -mm. They were down here. They were not arresting anybody unless they had to come to the house. People were not getting pulled over. There are cars still having expired tags from 2019 and not getting right. Hello? If it was me, me, guess who would have been riding around with an expired tag? You. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I don't blame them. She she got a Jeep and the Jeep catches a lot of attention. She can't do that. I mean, I kind of speed and the speeding catches a lot of attention, but my tags are good, so. Uh-uh. You, you ain't about to get my wig. <laughs> but on to some lighter news. Let's That's talk about head in the street. Mr. Steve Urkel or actor Jaleel White, how he launched a cannabis brand with 710 laps. It's called Purple Urkel. So Famous for his cultural touchstone role as Steve Urkel in Family Matters, he is entering the cannabis industry through a partnership with 710 Labs. White's line, cannabis line called It's Purple, features variants of the popular cannabis strain, Purple Urkel. It is set to launch April 20th, 2021. The brand will be on dispensary shelves in California to start potentially growing to more marketplaces in the future. But what Mm. makes, I guess, uh, Special is that the brand founder um, and Jaleel White were on a plane together and they kind of started talking about how they like to smoke. And this is how it came about. I think that's kind of a, that's easy, I guess. I love how 60 years ago, a man couldn't sit in the hospital room with his wife to watch have a baby. But now we got drugs, don't you start laughing. We got drugs that now we can smoke legally. Was it 60 years ago? I saw an episode I Love Lucy. He could go back there. I know damn well you didn't bring up I Love Lucy. Ain't that what I said? Was that a documentary I... or do you think they might have been using that as to move the plot along? Right. Um, it was a damn TV show. They weren't allowed to do that. I know they weren't allowed to sleep in the same bed. But mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That doesn't make sense to. Well, how was a baby made if the man can't be in a room and see her coochie open and have the baby come out? That don't make no sense. Researching. But let's go. Let, we're going to talk about Purple Urkel, and I think this is a good opportunity. I think the cannabis business is uh, very much on the rise. Um, and and if anyone can jump in that business, it surely it should be Steve Urkel. <laughs> Does anybody know what he's been up to between weed and family matters? I want to say the last time I seen him, he hasn't done a lot. He really right. hasn't done a lot. Like he hasn't even been on promo shows. He hasn't been on like um, Wild and Out or anything. He hasn't been on um, Celebrity Celebrity Bingo, whatever it's called, Celebrity Squares. Squares. Um, he hasn't been on anything with Family Feud, Celebrity Family Feud. He ain't been on MTV Cribs. But he hasn't then, made a cameo anywhere because 
Family Matters is still playing and he's always going to get an Urkel check. But I also think that um, in a way he's typecasted. No one ever sees him as nothing but Urkel. He, he was such an iconic character. Like, even with the articles that I've seen, it's not, oh, Jaleel White, it's Steve Urkel, Urkel after right. Jaleel White, or Steve Urkel launches Purple Urkel. Do you like, think, it's not- whenever, you, whenever I see Jaleel White, I'm like, is that Stefan or Kel? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> or Kel? <laughs> but even at that, like, for, for Halloween, people are, I'm Steve Urkel, not Jaleel White. Like, I don't think he'll ever get out of being Urkel. And he probably- I know one thing, if somebody roll up behind me saying, did I do that? I'm throwing my whole back of candy, I'm done. The way I was told, broken up. Oh, they didn't start letting dads into the uh, delivery room until the 1970s. Damn, that's when acid hit the rise. But here's the story that I definitely wanted to get into today though. So, Marvin Scott III, he died in Texas while in police custody. Did you hear about this story? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. So, on March 14th, Scott was arrested in Allen, Texas, nearly 15 miles from where he lived in uh, Frisco, on a marijuana charge. Authorities said he had less than two ounces, which equals a misdemeanor. The 26-year-old who received a schizophrenia diagnosis two years ago or two years prior to, sometimes use the drug to self-medicate, according to the lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. After Allen, um, Allen's officers transported him to Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital for what police called strange behavior, he was taken to the county jail. There, officers restrained Scott, used pepper spray, and covered his head with a spit hood which is a controversial device meant to keep a person from biting or spitting on an officer. It made him become unresponsive and he was pronounced dead that same night. Oh my God. So that happened on March 14th, but because there was no justice done to it for the past four weeks, a group of up to 40 protesters have been gathering outside of the the Collins County Jail nearly every night around 9 p.m. They hang up signs, they draw on the sidewalk, and decorate the chain fence celebrating his life. His sister keeps saying, oh, we'll just keep doing it again because every morning it's being taken down by the officers that work in that department. There has been no justice, no coverage, obviously, of this incident. Died in the hands of officers. So then, like, what what are what are prosecutors saying? Are there is there any prosecutors saying anything? Honestly, I have not seen anything that a prosecutor has said besides that the lawyer, their lawyer, is saying that he was diagnosed with schizophrenia um, two years prior to. But I will keep um, us updated on this topic because I just so happened to see this, like just scrolling by. It's not really getting that much traction as it should, as it should, honestly. And it could be that it's just no video there. That's ridiculous. That's no. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And, and then my question now would be, so do we only know about these police brutality situations because 
the whole reporting aspect has now joined forces. Mm-hmm. That's because if it wasn't recorded, nobody would be, you know... We wouldn't believe it. or that nobody, people, Right. And nobody would be saying a word. Or even a trial of Derek um, Chauvin, the murderer. It wouldn't be a trial. That trial, I don't think that trial would be lasting three weeks. Not because the entire world saw it. Right. Well, I mean, the guy, who, the guy who shot Jacob Blake seven times in the back is back at work. Is definitely back at work with a video. And nobody saw that, right? No, it's a whole video. There's a whole video. You hear his kids screaming in the video. Like, and, and Jacob Blake is saying, he, I think he did an interview with CNN saying, um, as after he got shot, he was sitting there counting his breaths and how many times he was blinking. Because obviously you get shot so many times, you think you're going to die. Right. So. He, the black community is going to take care of that. I can guarantee you that. And that dude eventually, at some point, is going to resign. I hope that that Jacob Blake officer resigns, but I also hope that the officers from Marvin Scott the Third something comes of that because that is ridiculous. Oh yeah, if we push it hard enough, they yeah, something's gonna come above it. Something's gonna come of it. Yeah. I mean, we just we've seen too much police brutality, and we've seen not enough happen to where we're getting tired. Right, and I wonder if this George Floyd situation will will bring a change of heart for some people if he is found guilty. Right. So, but that's all we have for our top news. Please stop by our social media at UncensoredBossFM on Instagram and Twitter and let us know how you feel about all of these cases happening. We'll be right back. Right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy Joey, and I'm here with Kayla, and we're going to hop into our trending topics. But first, we have to do our birthdays. So, who we got on, Joey? We got the brat, Miss Shantae. She's 47, She's and then 47? we have, huh? I thought she at least reached 50 by now. I'm not saying no. she looks old. I just thought she reached 50. No, she is 47. Okay. 47. And then you have Sarah Michelle Geller, our famous Daphne from the movie Scooby-Doo. She is 43. So happy birthday, girl. Yes. I'm sorry. But let's hop into the streaming topics because this is funny. Cracking me up. I've been laughing at this all day. So you know DJ Mustard? No, who's DJ Mustard? You know D you know the song Ballin'. Ballin'. Okay, yeah, I do. Not Jim Jones. No. I oh. put the new bodies on the Jeep. I trap into the bloody bottoms that's underneath. You've never no. heard mustard on that beat, ho. I heard you doing that beat. Okay, so let's just go into the story because. Okay. Have, you ever, Mustard, have you ever heard "I'm Different" by Two Chains? Muzzled on a beat. Yeah, I'm different. Yes, he ends, the song starts. Muzzled on a beat. Muzzled on that beat. Oh. Ho. Anyways, oh, I did hear that. Okay. That's a DJ okay. Mustard beat. 
I support okay. Welcome to but, the world, Joey. I support it. So we're talking about him today, right? So it's not too often that a celebrity is blasting someone on their team. However, Mustard is putting his ex-personal shopper on blast after she allegedly stole 50K from him. Ooh. A woman whose name is Carissa Walker is being accused of using DJ Mustard's credit cards to finance her own personal shopping list. So DJ Mustard took to Instagram and basically he said this, attention to all my people who know me. I want to bring something up everyone's attention he began at carissa c walker is a thief and a liar she is not my stylist she was a personal shopper for me and chanel the john she's his wife he mm. let her use the word stylist so she can get business but the truth is she did nothing but shop today i found out that she ran my credit cards up over 50k buying stuff for herself purses shoes shades and other stuff i'm hot and i'm only writing this so no one else deals with her she's bad for business i have all receipts to prove everything i paid her more than she was worth because i don't play with taking care of people that do that right which was also followed up by screenshots of their conversation so he texted the girl carissa a picture of the receipt she responded can we hop on a call he said a call that's how I read it. <laughs> That's how I read it. Cause it like Soldier Boy. Yeah, because it was a it was a question and an exclamation point. So I'm like, a call. So she said, because no one else is involved, it's just me, my wrongdoing. She's he said, You really ran up my card, you really crazy. She said, so sorry, and put the <laughs> put the palm face emoji and then said, Truly am sorry should have never got to this point. My temptation ran to greed and I am so sorry. Oh, so she did do it. <laughs> My thing is that all you gotta say is I'm sorry. Like, I, but then again, I don't know what she should say. <laughs> like, how you not in jail? That's, that's embezzlement. She finna go to jail. But my thing is, you ain't think you was gonna get caught? I can't. Like, I don't. I just don't know because, like, what? I can't. Like, she. First of all, I, like the scam. It's it's the scamming for me. Um, the scamming to live this lifestyle. You are so he was paying her six k a month, right? to do his personal shopping, which totals out to about 72K a year. Now I'm pretty sure you live in LA and you probably really living in like, like nothing that's fancy and you got other side hustles if you're trying to build your brand. So your bill should be paid and you should also have extra for buying what you want. But how do you think you can have a business and think you're gonna get over on celebrities? Who have paid their dues and worked right and you're so just I, a stylist that's just now so how old is this half she i'm sorry but she looked like she's 27 she looks really young well i, I need a photo what she look like give me one minute. let me see what she look like i got you on the insta so you ready Mm-hmm. bring her here give it to me Look, come back to the screen. I thought you were gonna put it in the chat. 
But she be wearing like she could dress, but like she can't dress. Like, Your nails are cute though, ew. But um, like she's she's giving me basic Instagram whole vibes. She is. She is. She like, is. She's giving me, I've met the Kardashians, but I want to be invited to the party and no, I'm not. So I'm just going to show up. So my thing is like, you done stole 70, I meant 50K to wear knee pads with smiley faces on it. <laughs> like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. But he said that she also ran up 16K in Louis V for herself. So, that Louis V bag, she got ain't really hers. You can't, so, you can't go out and buy just a fake one just to humble yourself? But see, me, you don't even got to do that. If it ain't your time to have that designer, guess what? It ain't your time, baby. You don't got to spend somebody's money. That doesn't make sense. You are going to live. I paid fifteen dollars to my fake ass designer. I ain't gotta scam nobody. You about to show job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no career. You ain't never and watch it. She gonna bring her ass to Atlanta. Watch. She probably isn't. Somebody is probably right gonna hire her. Mm-hmm. What if oh my gosh, she be so good. Come on, girl, jump on the team. And if she does look like she can dress a little bit, maybe she, you know, needs to grow. But I'd be like, don't give her ass no credit card. But on that note, that is all that we have for our trending topics. Make sure you head on over to our social media page and let us know what you think you think about Mustard on a Beat and Miss Carissa Walker. Let's scan. And don't be giving your employees no credit cards. We'll be right back. Everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It is your party boy, Joey. It's your girl, Kayla. And we love spring. It's time for a springalicious segment with Kayla. Go ahead, girl. So, yes, I am doing the springity spring spring sprocket today. Spring forward. And today, y'all, we are finna talk about and get into it with these fashion trends for the upcoming spring as we head into, I guess, summer too. But before I even give you these, you know, tips, let's also make sure to be reminded that we are still in a pandemic. The coronavirus still is a thing. And we want to make sure that we do stay six feet apart and we are keeping ourselves safe and social distancing or making sure we're doing the research on getting that vaccine. So I'm going to give y'all some tips on denim for the spring because it's always us denim. Y'all get my joke? <laughs> Anyways, so if you want to do a little denim, we're going to start with the, you know, obviously the jeans. So we're... This spring, we're looking at, you know, really flare bottom jeans, which are the, um, I guess, if you want to give a representation, 
jeans that come all the way out and sometimes the only thing that you can see at the bottom are the, the tips of your toes, the tip of your shoe. Flare jeans. Um, we're doing a lot of flare jeans with maybe a, a, a little cut underneath the, the butt, which I'm not a big fan of, but hey, some girls are. And we have strings on the side. Like, a, like we're doing the corset, we have either strings or chains on the side. Those jeans are really in for the spring, as well as jeans that um, a lot of people are painting on their jeans now. So they're getting a lot of um, prints that maybe it's an LV print. Maybe it is a design that someone painted of a flower of a maybe a snake or a dragon or something like that. But those jeans, I want to say, were really relevant back in, for me, the early 2000s that had the um, the Echo. I don't know why Echo Red is coming to mind, but I do remember seeing a lot of men wearing shorts or jeans with um the echo red labels printed on them all around the jean but those um jeans are definitely coming back into style and as always you know you can do a classic ripped jean as far as the tops when it comes to denim anything denim in a top is always us denim and that's just on period y'all so if you want to do a denim corset i would always say Match it up with a basic color underneath. Never try to overdo the denim. So if you have a denim corset that you're trying to pair it with, make sure you do a basic color such as gray, white, black, maybe even an olive green or a red, but it also depends on your outfit. But putting, if you're going to put the denim corset on with your outfit, the corset is your how should I say this? It is your um, statement piece. So you don't want to overdo the statement piece on top of the statement piece overdoing it because your statement piece is always going to overdo it. So giving a bright color such as neon green or neon orange or something like that. At times, it can make the statement piece of the denim come off too gaudy or come off that you're, you know, you're doing too much or you're trying to put all of your trends into one one outfit when that's not what you want sometimes you know you might just want to do a little hint of bam that's me hint of bam that's me you know but then if you're also gonna and it, and it also depends on the corset that you're gonna do so i would say if you're if you want to do an under boob corset Make sure you put that with a lot of bigger shirts. A lot of females are wearing the corsets, the under boob corsets with, you know, some of them, they just sit, which, which means that it has the underwire and it just sits right up under your boob. They do that with a lot of um, bigger shirts, a lot of oversized, you know, dress shirts or something like that. Um, and they'll put the under boob corset so it can be snatched at the waist a little more. Or if you want to do the corset that does sit on your chest. And it acts as if um, it's like the corsets from the 1800s or something like that. I would always suggest doing those with a little tighter shirt. A shirt that fits a little um, snug, at least. Um, to give, you know, that whole illusion so you can see the whole figure of that corset. But it has been real. That is all that I have for my fashion tips for this spring. It is your girl Kayla. I'm about to go up. Back to the studio with Joey. We're about to give you these trending topics. So stay tuned right after this break.
Welcome to Flashbacks with B and J. I'm Becca, who is the B. And I am Party Boy Joey, who is that Party Boy J. Ooh, I like that. I like that. As y'all know, for Flashbacks with B and J, we talk about something that's happened in the past, usually the messiest of the teas. And we basically give our takes and give a quick summary of everything that happened if those who never heard about it or forgot. All right, so y'all know me. Y'all know if y'all follow me on IG, that kid Joey underscore, um, you'll know that I am obsessed with reality TV. And I will watch 30,000 seasons of one show, i.e. Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Why? Huh? I don't know why. Oh, I'll tell you why, because it's juicy. So. As we all know, and as we can all agree, the Kardashians were put on the map in the OJ case. However, when he died, Robert Kardashian died, it was Kim that put them back on the map. And what am I referring to? The porn tape with Ray J and Kim. And can I just interject real quick? If you you have watched the sex tape, it's quite disgusting not even disgusting in the aspect of like oh my gosh she really did that like it's so dry i don't understand why she got caught <laughs> like honestly like when she was and now you know we i'm gonna keep it pg-13 but you know when she was washing the pickle she wasn't even doing it correctly like she was playing with it i'm like girl get with it if you hungry, let me see what you do. <laughs> you are so annoying. So now this tape is big because you have a famous singer who is the brother of a famous singer. And then you have the daughter of a famous lawyer and one of the most high profile, well, actually probably the highest profile case ever known to man even to date. Because people still talk about that case today. And you have this porn tape that's been leaked. We don't know who it's been leaked by. It, now you know it was Chris. Stop playing. You think <laughs> it was Chris? Nah, I don't know. But honestly, I wouldn't put it past her. But look, but look at this empire that was made from a sex tape. Now, you know, and I remember in one of my speech classes, I did a... Uh, I had to basically talk about influential women. And, you know, I talked about Michelle Obama, but then I ended it off with um, Kim Kardashian. And a lot of people, like, looked up. They're like, wait. She said, Kim Kardashian, influential. I'm like, yes. You guys need to give her more credit. If you see how she has prospered off of that one mistake that will stick with her forever, how many people can do that? Not many at all. And it's amazing, like, what she's learned business-wise to make her now, as of last week, a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, she's a billionaire now and put her entire family on the map. I'm going to tell you now, Mm -hmm. had it not been for that sex tape, there would have never been a Keeping Up With The Kardashians. You think? I think so. I really, really think so. No, I I don't think that. I think without the sex tape, they still would have been relevant for the simple fact of their father. 
um, and like basically how popular that case was. And then remember, people always thought that Courtney, not Courtney, Chloe was OJ's daughter. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know that- what? But you know what? Even with that being speculation, if you've seen ever seen the video, or not the video, the um show, and you'll notice like when they're doing the introduction, Kim is always in the middle. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're always right. in the middle. And even her mother is behind her. Mm-hmm. Had it not been for Kim, that show would not have been relevant. It probably wouldn't even exist. It probably wouldn't have gotten past Honestly, season one or two. You know what I really think, though? I think what? if it wasn't for this, I, don't, I think if the sex tape never happened or when it never leaked, they would have been kind of like another Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid. Like, they're popular and they're known. No, but- no, 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 no. Because let me tell you this. The reason why Bella and um, Gigi got on the map was their mom. And their Who's mom their was mom? one of the... Huh? Who's their mom? Yolanda Hadid. She was one of the housewives of Beverly Hills. So she got well, exposure. She got exposure for that. They, they both got exposure for that. Um, Clearly, Rebecca didn't know that. And the only reason why I know Bella Hadid or Gigi Hadid or whichever one it is is because of The Weeknd and Zayn Malik. No. they So they weren't really popping like that until their mom got on the housewives. Because mm-hmm. nobody knew really, like they would have gotten, like they would have been models, but it would have taken them a lot longer because now they have a title. They're no longer. Yeah, same thing with um, Kim Kardashian, the whole Kardashian clan. I think that it would have never, if the sex tape never happened, I feel like they would have been, it would have took them longer to get to where they are, but I feel they, like they, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't, Kim wouldn't have been no model. Kim wouldn't have been no model. Not a model Kim, now. Yes, she is. Not with that bo- bad body built self. She models everything. Everything that she does. Her, Courtney, Chloe. Only person that I don't model is model the only front. person that don't model is is uh, Rob. But you know, Rob going through his own issues. But but Bella I, and I, Bella I, and Gigi. I, Bella and Gigi I, are I, no longer just Muhammad and um and shade. Yolanda's daughters. All shade auntie. When Kim Kardashian take pictures, you only see the front because the back, the thighs don't match. That's all the shade and tea from me. She's not going to be on runway, but her print is going to cost over. It's, it's a six figure. <laughs> it's a six, her print alone is a six figure deal. Listen, I definitely... I see what you're saying, how the, it put them on the map. And I definitely see it as it put them on the map. But I And then listen to this. Although Ray J was on Moesha, Ray J didn't have anything to count to until he started doing his music. And he did his music, you know, kind of like, okay, off the whims of being Brandy's brother. Nah, because when, when they did this porn tape, when they did this porn tape, it was only Kim that got that big exposure. They were like, oh, Ray J in it. Okay, cool. They were more focused on Kim, which is why Kim kept getting those endorsements. But no, no, no. We still gonna give Ray J his credit because he has his hand in everything. He has it in everything now, almost 20 years later. Kim Ben had her, Kim had her hand in everything from the season one of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. 
the only reason why Chris became her momager or her manager is to help her <laughs> maintain. First of all, you know, you we are not gonna skip past the momager. <laughs> right. That's the only reason why uh, Kim uh, Chris is the momager because she got her hand in so much. Chris is helping her with it. Definitely. If she would have been taking it on by herself, and she wouldn't have learned. That's with her doing with Chris helping her and learning what Chris has learned and shared that with Kim. But Kim could have made that entire empire on her own. She just had her mother to help her. So whenever she hopped into something else, her mother was left handling what was left over. I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. But that is all for flashbacks with B and J. Please head over to Instagram and Twitter at Uncentered Boss FM and share your thoughts with us. Bye, y'all. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Uncensored with Boss FM. I am your girl, Kayla, here with your boy, Joey. We're about to hop into some more trending topics because Joey said he had some hot tea, so. You know, my tea is always hot. Listen, so the cop that shot Dante Wright has been identified and she has resigned. Now, her name is Kim Potter. And she hasn't really been on that long, as they say, but she's out. Um, The Brooklyn Center mayor, uh, Mike Elliott, who told CBS that he wanted to fire her, she went ahead and beat him to the punch and just went ahead and put in her resignation. We're doing an internal process to make sure that we are able, uh, we are being accountable to the steps that we need to take. And Potter, who uh, who state authorities say fatally shot Dante Wright. I cannot read today, I'm sorry. On Sunday, during the traffic stop, and police chief Tim Gannon, who told reporters that Potter appeared to make a mistake on her gun and her taser uh, upon shooting, and she turned in the resignation letters at that. Here's my problem I have with this. Because I have a problem with her submitting her resignation. I feel that that is her way of trying to easily bow out. I think that you need to sit because she don't realize the charges are coming. But so are the people. But regardless of her bowing out, resigning, the charges are still coming. Yeah, they're still coming and they're going to be heavy because you being trained as a cop, you have so much adrenaline in you that you can't decipher the difference between a gun and a taser, the weight at least. And you feel the tribute, like the safety trigger on the gun before you shoot it. And you just, you just going, and then but, you say, shit, I shot him. But it's, you know what? It, it, the fact that you say that you feel that it's her bowing out, I didn't look at it that way. I felt like her resigning to me was like, I did something fucking bad and I don't deserve a job. So instead of them firing me, let me resign. Like, I feel like she felt bad. Mm. But that that's how I took it. But also, how you just explained it, I also take it that way now, too, because I wasn't thinking like that. Right. Like, she she's about to really... And I'm glad that the police department or the mayor was going to fire her and have every intention to, even <laughs> with the timing of what it's been. 
That's what they say. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. But... Mm-mm. But I do can't. you think that... So do you think that because she resigned that the charges can be different brought on her? Like, no! no? She, she murdered him. So I feel like her resigning, that means she doesn't have any safety. You know how, like, the police officers, I'm pretty sure they have some type of, like, safety net for them or whatever, or I guess help. I don't know how I, how I want to explain this, but when I mean a safety net, like, access to lawyers that will help them get them off the case or something like that. But with her resigning, do you think she'll still have access to that? Um, if so, uh, just to butt in here, she was a representative of the police union, mm-hmm. and she worked closely with other officers who had been involved in shootings. She knew what the fuck she was doing. And I, absolutely, and she knows what she's doing right now. I, yeah. I assume that this is 100% calculated, and she expects to, that she'll be taken care of by the police union, and she probably will be. Probably. Now that you say that, that makes that changes things, especially since she was buddy buddy with people that have been through this before. There's also been conversations about um, the yelling of taser, taser, taser. It's a it's a thing to let everybody know that they're about to fire a taser. But if you think mm-hmm. about it, it's like I've never heard that before police shoots yeah well what they're saying is that the the police unions um started fighting for the training for them to have to yell taser 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 because it shows up on the 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 cam the, the audio the body cam yeah but then again and i also was looking at like different tasers today and how the police have that like where they can shoot it they're like i'm not i wouldn't say color-coded but they're definitely a different color. And yeah, as we were talking about yesterday, opposite sides of the belt. And one is right. one is like eight ounces and one is 22 ounces. Yeah, so for her to sit there and grab it, like, no. I'm, like, I'm not buying it. I, I'm that's not buying I'm, it either. I'm not buying it either. Asking, with her resigning, since now that I know that this is calculated, do the charges can it be lessened or are they still gonna be like well you're a police officer when this happened so we can't even change the the whole charging aspect of it and guys if it honestly think about it this way if it wasn't a malicious act of murder and it was truly an accident why would you resign well no that means that it could happen again and we like have to fundamentally think about the way that like cops have guns right. and tasers. Like, there's no difference. If they have both, they might as well be both lethal. You know what I mean? Like, right. and I know they're not going to fully change the color of the whole taser thing because it has to blend into the uniform. No one wants a, a damn orange taser gun. But at this point, they got to do something. They have to do something take away the guns right I mean here's the thing these fucking cops need at least a year like if we 
as insurance, well, I'm not an insurance person, but if if Geico has to put people in a year of training and and a probationary period, why don't they have it for cops? I would I, I wouldn't be surprised if cops have a probationary period, but I also don't think that probationary period um, encompasses like gun training, making sure you fucking don't be racist as a cop because like John said, that is the man. That is not the it is the police but it's also with the the person that is actually shooting at the same time it's the mentality that they have but that's such a dangerous mentality to have honestly once you get a gun in your hand you probably do feel like you got all the power in the world as a cop when as kids we're taught that cops are supposed to help you but we should be afraid of cops because they will put the bad guys in jail. They know how to stop any and everything, right? Do you, do you guys know what Dante Wright got pulled over for? A traffic stop. Yeah, because he had expired tags and he had but, something else. But it came out that he had a warrant, which is why they were arresting him. That's what they said in the footage. And then as soon as they tried to arrest him, that's when he tried to run and got back in the car and taser, 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 and she shot him and he zoomed off. It's, ugh, I hate this world. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm always going to be respectful of a cop because I'm, I'm a respectful person, but it's like, y'all would pull me over for something stupid and then I have to sit in fear for my life and then if I answer a question in a, in a way that you're not liking it, you're going to pull me out of the car. And they want to search my car. Just like and then, lo and behold, liable to just try to plant shit in my car to say you have something on me. I done seen Fast and the Furious. I know it happens. But see, the thing is, what doesn't work anymore, you can know your rights as a black person, but they will still sit here and freaking deny your fucking rights to your Oh, family. yeah. Absolutely. I even the army dude, and he's sitting here like... As a human being, I can ask you why you are pulling me over. Yeah. The fact that the the with the um I and I forget his name, Lieutenant um, the lieutenant that got pulled over in Virginia. Right. He kept asking, "Well, why are you pulling me over?" The guy, the cop, just got louder and louder and was just telling him to get out the car. After he was even and he got his hands up, he's complying. Right, after he was honest saying, I'm scared to get out my car because I don't know what you guys are going to do to me. You can't even be honest with the cop anymore. No, you can't. And that's why I told my mom when it came to me driving, I bought a little, you know how the waitress has those little booklets that they put everything in? Mm-hmm. I bought one for my car. It has my insurance, my uh, registration, and I can easily put my license in it. I know if I get pulled over, you I'm just gonna go hand that book over because I'm not trying to get because, shot or right. trying to reach for something. I know it look, it's pink, it's sparkly. I, I know I could find it. I'm gonna be scared shitless. You take this book, you see my hands, I ain't touching nothing. Give me my book back and that's it. Like And that's what I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna order another ID and just get a book just for that and just have it on the floor of my car. Yep. But I just so don't want to like you just ID. never know. I don't want to keep my ID in my car like that because people steal your cars and they have your whole identification if they do steal your car. That's the only thing. Like, I'd rather, sir, I'm getting my ID, please. <laughs> please let me get my ID. 
and it's funny now, but like that shit is scary. Like, don't shoot me, please. Right, sir. Is it okay if I I get my ID? Is you gonna be okay? Where your hands? Can I see your hands? <laughs> That's I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> Continue at the party. Put your hands up. Um, mm-mm. You're not gonna get me. You're not gonna get me. You're not gonna shoot me in my new braids. <laughs> and this lace front, you gonna blow this lace front over here to the window, no ma'am. Put, put your hands up. But no, that's me. I ain't got time. Oh, so what y'all didn't know was this, and I'm gonna go ahead and clean it up for you. Johnson Johnson, the vaccine is put on hold because it is forming blood clots. Have y'all gotten vaccinated yet? John did. John, what you get? He got Pfizer. Pfizer fam. Okay. What you what you, what you do? What you got? Kayla is not a Moderna mommy or a Pfizer fan. I got my girl. Ooh, I got my first thing of Moderna, but we're gonna talk about that in a minute. So the CDC, which is the Center of Disease Control, indicated an alert. Tuesday that the Johnson Johnson vaccine could resume as soon as Wednesday, but the alert came after the chaotic day when the Food and Drug Administration recommended that there be a pause for the vaccine, leading virtually every state to halt every use of the single dose shot. And that's the one that you just get one shot and you're done. Mm. That, that That's scary. That is mm-hmm. scary. And the funny thing, well, it's not funny, but I was going through my timeline right before the show started, and there were people posting about them supposed to be getting the Johnson Johnson shot because it is the one shot, and they have to not, they can't get it. Now, is the is it like random blood clots that aren't, you know, scary, or is it like, because you know, blood clots can rush fast. They can happen fast and can stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends. It depends on how big, but it also depends on your health. So right. if you already damn near close to a blood clot, that's gonna be one right there. You just you gone. It's also six people out of seven million. Yes, and that's um way better. Like one percent. It's awful for those six people. Obviously, we've never taken anything away from them. Right. God, God, rest their souls. But uh, what? They died. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Good point. You're, you're right. I don't know how serious the blood clots were, but either way, like uh, birth control is like twenty is like twenty five in ten thousand experienced blood for, clots for a blood clot. Yeah, which is another reason why I'm not on birth control. But oh. the, but the point is, a lot of a lot of uh, pharmaceuticals have worse side effects than the vaccine. It's just easy news to get people riled up about. Yeah, which is... I think that birth control are healthier for plants than they are for people. Hmm, We'll get into that one. But you'll hear a lot of, like, pharmaceutical commercials with the whole side effects rush the the side effects at the end of the commercial, but won't, you know, rush the whole reason for why they should be taking the drug. But it's still like, ultimately, I don't want to catch a blood clot. I don't want my leg to seize up. Right. No, definitely understand that. Um, 
but we will keep you guys updated as this story does develop more and we do get more information from Dr. Fauci and President Biden. But on that note, that is all that we have for our trending topics. We'll be right back after this break with some Come On My Food. Uncensored with Boss FM. I'm here with Joey, and it is your girl Kayla. And before yeah. we come on, white folks, you made it to hour three. Now y'all know we got some tea. You know we find out everything as the show progresses. We always get more information about the topics we were just talking about. So here's what we know: Kim Potter. She's no relation to Harry. She's 48 years old. She's 26 years experience. She gets paid, this gonna knock your bra off, $90,513 a year. She's a union president. She's a field trainer and she's an honor guard and cannot distinguish the difference between a gun and a taser. And if you didn't know who Kim Potter was, that is the lady who uh, fatally shot Dante, right? I'm sorry, I was so mad about that. I forgot to tell y'all that. Yes, guard. But for her to be a honor god, at, honor god, honor guard. <laughs> and she don't know what the difference between a gun, because don't they hold nothing but damn rifles in a damn honor guard? Nothing but them white rifles? If I'm not mistaken. Like, basically, yeah, yes. She needs to get her life. Like, she needs to do more than that. She needs to dig her own grave. And then lie in it. And then dig it back by herself. It's too much. It's too much. Like, why are we giving people, like, this authority who can't even... Joseph, shut up. Well, on that note, stay tuned right after this break because we have some come on white folks in a discussion of the day. All right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with Kayla, and we're going to hop right on in to our come on white folks so yes we're here to talk about actually i'm gonna do a little twisted today but first we're gonna do some come on white folks so y'all know grimes if you don't know grimes that is elon musk girlfriend baby mom fiance don't know but um so she got a tattoo today it posted on her instagram and it's called she got a tattoo of alien print right Mm-hmm. Let me, let me uh, show you a picture of what alien print looks like. Ew. <gasps> that's on her back? That's on her back. And that's that's a tattoo? That's a tattoo. Oh, no. That's a tattoo. And so for our viewers who aren't even seeing this picture, let me describe it. It's like um, you ask your one-year-old to take a 
the, the, a magic marker and just have a field day. Right. The the shade um, shady tan from the Crayola crown box and draw over your back. It looks like scar tissue from whippings. It does. And you know what? I didn't even think about that. I hate it. I hate it. Absolutely. Like, it's disturbing. And for me, it's just, okay, so I know and I understand that your aesthetic is very much out of this world, not what the norm is, but an alien print. Do you know something that we don't? Miss Ma'am? For one. <laughs> or two, like, so who drew it? Like, that would be me. And I would like to know the tattoo artist that sat there and had the conversation with her while he was he or she was doing it and her story behind it. Well, Elon Musk is like the second richest man in the world. So I'm sure that the tattoo artist was just like, whatever. Just pay me. Yeah. Um, also, like that creeps me out. Like my back hurts now. He's building his own space program. And they named their child some crazy, weird, alphanumeric uh, thing. Equation. Maybe I'm. I'm thinking they they might have made contact. They they may they very well. Area 52. 51. Yeah. 51. What the hell is Area 52? That's probably the club. That's gonna be the next one. Yeah. When <laughs> when they reach capacity. <laughs> Know that, like, even if we are or we have come into contact and Miss Mams has an actual alien whatever on her back, like, permanently tatted. So my question is, while Elon Musk is hitting it from the back, that's what he wants to see. Wait, while Elon who? Elon Musk. Who is he? Joey. Is he a football player? Is this a- Tesla. Girl, stop. He's the second richest man in the world. Right. After freaking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so you got all this money and this is what you're doing? Basically. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But I'm not here. I'm not built for it. on to our second, because it's not a come on white folks. It's a come on black folks, okay? Oh, so, Lord. I just sent oh, y'all yeah. a video. We're going to talk about this video that has been, I guess, trolling plaguing my Twitter today. What the hell? We just... What are we... What are we doing? <laughs> oh, it's... Lord God. God. Oh, no. The blind chase the blind. No, they're not really blind. No, they're covering their faces. But we... What country is this? <laughs> I wish I knew. So it's people it's... in a foot race running as fast as they can with with blindfolds on. So who... Look at him. And the lady closest to the, cam- the camera just eats it into the wall. And that... Yo... That's the thing right there. Like she hit that hill so hard that I'm just like, 
Like, if she, I'm surprised she even moved after that. I wouldn't have been able to get up. Like, you could tell she can't see the way she hit that thing. Right. No breaks. I mean, her, her body curve. And honestly, <laughs> I want to say that this is an actual sport. Somehow, some way. Like, I found another video and people are actually competing. Okay, so what are we winning besides, besides concussion? My question is, what is it, what, like, are y'all bored? Do y'all feel like the Tasmanian devil? Well, because this, 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 I can tell you, this ain't an American game. Because then my next question is, well, once you run into something, is it game over? Is there a true winner? And do you know, like, how much of an injury you can do if you and another man with an organ as far as yours were to run into you? I would rather run into a hill than run into someone else. Look, and then sis is gone. She, she knocked the wind out of her. She said, I'm done with this shit. I'm not playing with y'all. And then his friend down the street just happened. It's it's for laughs, I think. And look, the black okay. and the blue get ready to bump into each other. They scared. My thing is for laughs, for shits and giggles. And there's orange, Kanye can... West. He... There's nothing else that you can figure out to do. But y'all said, hey, it's an open field. Let's grab some blindfolds and see who can make it to the end. I don't know. Have you ever done like a pinata? With the baseball bat? Yeah. And you yeah. put the blindfold on and twist the kid around? No, I wasn't I wasn't the kid with the blindfold. I was gonna beat that thing out and I see everything. Oh well we just had to close our eyes. My my we never did an actual blindfold. Mm-mm. Well my point I is was eight years old there, knocking the there knocking are the things dust on that pinata. There are cultural things where it's like, you know, the people taking part are like this is going to be fun and funny and the people watching are like this is going to be fun and funny so I guess you can say our our cultural thing would be like a cinnamon challenge or who the cinnamon challenge what is that when you have to swallow a whole spoonful of cinnamon Wait, hold on. Mm-mm. That was like a thing back in like 2014, 13. Well, that's a good example because the person doing it knows that they're going to be uncomfortable. Maybe not hurt. Maybe hurt, but not seriously. And that right. it's going to be fun and funny for everybody involved. Same thing with the saltine cracker challenge. And what is that? You try to eat saltine, six saltine crackers back to back with not drinking anything. Oh. It drives you just want to die early. <laughs> but it's also like the Kylie Jenner challenge. It's also like the What is that? When people stick their lips in cans of soda bottles to make their lips bigger like Kylie Jenner did. Or even the meat sucking challenge when you had to suck the meat through your 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 mouth and burn it through your nose. Or try to suck it down and eat it. We just try to die, that's all. We just want to die. Like these series of challenges that came out. I, I, and it, I guess that goes off of what John was saying, this cultural. It's the equivalent of these people running with blindfolds, exactly. I'm just saying, it's for me, that was the coming one. Like, boy, like, boy. get it together. 
But even with the cinnamon challenge, get it together because who decided? Let me go get a spoonful of cinnamon. Have you ever heard of the running of the running of the bulls? Yeah, when they let the bulls run and you gotta like outrun them or something or run with them. That's the same oh, that thing, I, right? I think that's stupid too. Right. I just love my life. But I think running of the bulls. I don't think that's a cultural thing. I think that's just like I'm free. I mean, it only happens in one place in the world. You want to be free, free Pam- ball. Pamplona. Don't do something in your life. And 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 where? Spain. Is that so? But that's different, completely different from the matador and the bull. What, that's bull what, What's that word when like the horn just go? It, it impales you. Is that what it's called? Bullfighting. Right. Yep. Dying. Death. You want to be free? Just free ball. Call it a day. Going about your life. Don't do nothing that's going and, and, and cause you to have a funeral. We ain't got money like that. I can't. It's too much. I just, it wears me out. But on that note, that is all that we have for our Come On White folks. Stay tuned right after this break because we have a discussion of the day. But follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Uncensored Boss FM. We'll be right back. Welcome to Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla, and I'm here with Joey. And we're about to hop into our discussion of the day because we said it was really good. So, so I'm a bit traumatized, as I mentioned before the show started. Um, I don't know if anybody else goes through this, but I was raised in an area now that has turned into a passion pit for Twitter porn. And I wound up seeing all these faces that I knew, I'm not gonna put names out there because it's not nice, but I seen all these faces and I'm wondering like, what is the need for the undying attention to where you're just putting your naked body online? Like, I, I, go ahead. It's the whole movement of our generation not wanting to be get in, jobs. Right. And be stuck at a job for working 40 hours for 40 years, which the sound of that does sound very much horrendous. But because I don't want to get a job and slave for anybody. I want to live my life, so I have to get money and get it fast because I want to also live a lavish life. The porn industry definitely pays a lot of money, but it's shunned upon because you're basically putting your your naked body out there. But once you get over that fact, you can do porn. But the other fact is the fact of people love themselves and people love to get attention. So why not do some porn? I mean, I love myself, but I don't want that attention, and I'm fabulous. I just, I don't understand, like, and what think what comes to first in my mind is thirsty and narcissistic. What, what, what is, what is your definition of narcissism? You make, no matter what the situation is, you find some way to make it about yourself and either how it affects you or how it can affect you, or you just want to talk about yourself because you love yourself. 
Are you guys familiar with the origin of the name? Origin of the word? No, Genius Genius John? Isn't it the Greek? The Greek god? I don't know if he was a god, but it was it was like a, a story where Narciss loved himself yeah. so much he drowned because he tried to kiss his reflection in the pool or something. Yeah. He tried to kiss his reflection in a pond. Yes. Okay, so I did know that story. I just never knew the relations to the Greek mythology. And the relation to the but word narcissism. Have you ever come in contact? I know I have, but have you ever came in contact with anybody who is narcissistic? Like, what did you encounter? What did you feel? Like, what did you think? Um, honestly, and I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have. Mm. Never really paid attention, though, because um, when it comes to being a light-skinned black female i'm already thought as to be a narcissist so i spend a lot of my time trying to make sure that that term is not defining me so if someone is that i'm conversing with or sharing opinions experiences with is a narcissist i don't realize it until maybe after the fact or after i feel calm complete that i didn't put that image of me being um full of myself out there. I was in a state where I was in a relationship and it was consistent. And even this man is almost 40 years old today. And he dropped everything he was doing, moved back to his hometown where it's a whole bunch of country, a whole bunch of drugs, a whole bunch of stupid stuff that's gonna be happening. And got attention from this one guy and within three days of moving he's in a relationship and that that type of attention is dangerous because you're doing this with people you know nothing about and the type people are not clear or people are not what's the word they're not paying attention to the attention that they attract because not all attention is good attention. So are you saying that if you're craving the intimacy of attention, it makes you a narcissist? In my opinion, yes. That's interesting. Because I've never, like, I've never looked at it. For me, craving attention is um, something completely different than being or having narcissism. In, in, in my opinion, you can crave attention, which I think everyone craves attention. You want to be like, for me, attention is being held, being, being held or being heard, being seen. Right. And of course, with us being in this industry, we're, you could say that we're attention seekers, of course, because we're speaking publicly for people. We're on a forum, we're on a platform. But when you're not on a platform like this in a career, it looks a little bit more different for you. So you have this mindset to where you have to be the center of attention no matter what it's going to take and what you're going to risk. Now that right there speaks to narcissism. Yes. But I think there's a fine line between craving attention and 
wanting attention because you're about to have a mental breakdown, a panic attack or whatever, because you're not being praised or being the center of attention. I think that's- Oh, that's, that's, that's narcissism too. That's, no, no, the second one I explained is narcissist, but the first one, I don't think that it is. Run that back to me one more time. So there's a fine line between craving attention, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and craving the intimacy of attention versus, okay. you know, having a panic attack or your world is falling apart because you're not, not the center of attention or someone is not giving you attention. Like for me, that line is drawn once you are no longer being empathetic or understanding of the fact that other people have other things going on in their lives. And somehow, some way you find it that, well, if they couldn't, you know, think about you when someone got into a car crash, to me, that that makes you a narcissist. Right. But not the fact of, you know, I just want to be heard. I just want to be seen by somebody. So there are four types of narcissists. There's an unprincipled narcissist, which is including antisocial features, which is a charlatan or is a fraudulent, exploitive, immoral, disloyal, deceptive, and unscrupulous individual. There's an amorous narcissist, which is histrionic features, the Don Juan or Casanova of our times. It's erotic, tantalizing, enticing, clever, glib, and pathological lying. You have the compensate, oh my lord. Compensate, girl, I'm trying to, hold on. Compensatory, compensatory narcissist. Whew, girl, okay. A (laughs) negative a net girl with these words <laughs> <laughs> a negativistic passive aggressive avoidant features which is admirable exceptional noteworthy creating illusions of being superior Whew. and an elitist i know what that is variant of pure pattern corresponds to well, Wilhelm writes phallic narcissist personality type. Oh, girl, that was heavy. Now, see, 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 I ain't gonna lie to you. You just described the four types. What my brain heard was... Was the Casanova Don Juan? Well, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> oh. Narcissist. Wah, wah, wah. Nar- girl, you go, I'm gonna have to screenshot these because you're gonna have to pay attention to these. But... The one that I, we were just talking about, the one that had the um, the craving, the intimacy, and that's the amorous narcissist. That's what I was saying. Because it's like narcissism is on a scale of one, two, three, four. No, it, they're they're all on the same level. There's just different types. But you can be a mild narcissist. Yes. You can, you can have it mild. That all depends on the genetic traits you got. So you don't think that everyone is somewhat of a narcissist? I think that people get vanity and narcissists confused. Mm, why? I'm a very vain individual. 
Vain will be my deadly sin for the rest of my life, and there's nothing I can do about that. I, I think I am fabulous. I think very highly of myself, especially with my looks. You can call me Blanche Devereaux. Now, I'm not better than anybody. That does not mean I speak. I'm higher on that chair. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm shit. People are war- way more well off than me. But when it comes to my looks and how I dress up, I think I'm, I think I'm a pretty badass bitch. I, but I like that. I like to think of myself of that because now I know my worth. And so, I know I'm not going to accept anything less than what I feel I'm worth. So, cause now I feel like you're reaching a point of the conversation that we're starting to talk about um, the whole aspect of self encouragement, self-esteem. So mm-hmm. where does narcissism fall on that scale? Um, thinking that you are always right and you are never wrong and you think so highly above yourself that you will step on anybody to keep you on that high horse. You are consistently thinking so highly of yourself that you're painting an image for other people to see you as knowing that that's not the case. Mm. Did, did you feel me on it? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, I never knew what the term narcissist was until um, my good, great sis, Nicki Minaj, taught me about it. So let me let me do this. Let me because I, I I don't know how much time we have. Let me come to the camera. So I I hate talking about him. I tell you that all the time. But Jason was a perfect example of a narcissist, and it was dangerous. He loved this lavish lifestyle, which we didn't have, and always talked BMW, always talked six figures, always talked, you know, tried to walk the walk and have the personality, but could not build up to it. And then when something went down, it was every man for himself. He thought of nobody else but him. He didn't care who drowned in the process. And he was going to step on everybody to get to where he needed to be. That's a narcissist. So then where's the line for me that, or at least draw the line for me between that type of narcissist and being selfish? So being selfish is, to me, in my opinion, strongly, is a defense mechanism. Now, for me, you have to kind of just pull yourself away from what you're used to to kind of put yourself in a bubble. There's a hint of narcissism in that because if you've been doing it for so long and you've just been me, 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 that's a narcissist. But if you're like me and you've been doing so much for everybody and you're kind of now starting to do for yourself, it, it kind of has a def- it kind of has a definition. It kind of has a line on that, if that makes sense. Like that line, you're saying that line is really thin. Very thin. Very, 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 like angel hair, thinner than angel hair type thing. So then where do you draw it? You draw it when you have to start taking care of you. Between selfish and narcissist? Oh, between selfish and narcissist? Um, you, You kind of, in me, my opinion, I put the selfish, the lifelong selfishness in with narcissism. I call it seasonal selfishness because 
you have to pull away from what you've always been doing and focus on you. And that selfishness is okay. So in a way, when you do start to become selfish, you are a narcissist. If you have been that way your whole life, yes, you are. If you haven't been that way your whole life, no, you're not. Oh, so then you're saying the fine line is that you have to possess that quality of unselfishness. Right. Once you, or once you, excuse me, if you have that quality of unselfishness, once you step back to start being selfish, it doesn't make you narcissist. It doesn't make you a narcissist. It just makes you selfish. But right. if you've always been like that and never possessed the whole unselfishness quality or trait of you, that then makes you a narcissist. 100% correct. You know, it's, it's for me, I'm, I'm just asking these questions because um, I'm just trying to see where your mind is when it comes to the whole ideology of narcissism. Um, I didn't know about the different types of narcissists. Mm-hmm. However, you know, me just growing up, I just knew that narcissists meant that you were overly full of yourself. Right. Like it was deeper than being conceited. It was deeper than being, you know, vain as you said Mm -hmm. you had to check yourself in the mirror 25 8 you always were worrying about what people said about you or felt like you had to project and put yourself into any conversation any experience or opinion or share whatever because just it always relates right so to hear this um i guess in a way it broadens my horizons but i think it also like it, it I feel like the whole selfishness and narcissist thing can also be a whole opinionated factor. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is very much situational. It can be. It 100% can be. But I I can tell you this. Being as old as I am now, it's, it's way more in, in your face then you'll see anywhere else and you'll I mean you'll just see it in the grocery store it's so blatantly in your face and you'll be able to pinpoint exactly just even in a conversation or listening to a conversation but that's enough for what we have for our topic our discussion of the day it was great it was juicy it was educational I like it we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to topic sports and we're going to do our recap, but we'll be right back. And welcome back to Uncensored on Boss FM. This is a special sports segment of Uncensored. I'm your sports host, John. And we're here with Kayla and party boy Joey. What's up, guys? Hi. Nothing, nothing. All right. So today on the sports segment, we have a story from the NBA. This weekend, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets played each other. And uh, during that game, um, Kyrie Irving from the Brooklyn Nets and a guard from the Lakers named Dennis Schroeder they got into an altercation where they were both ejected from the game. Now, the reason why this is, is especially interesting is because, um, Kyrie, they're both, they're both black Kyrie. Um, you know, he elevated the, 
the confrontation because he took exception to Schroeder calling him the N-word. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And Schroeder is a black guy. Schroeder is a black man from Germany. But the conversation should have been elevated, regardless of if it was a white man saying it to a black guy or two black guys. Um, I get it. Basketball is a shit-talking sport. It is. A sport. It ain't that damn shit-talking. Right. And it's also, is there a time and a place to be professional? Or am I just being a, I guess, a girl here by saying, like, professionalism should be held at the court, on the court at all times? I mean, I think the word and other foul language gets used a lot. I don't think that it gets used a lot in, like, a hate speech type of way. But it's just, like, look at this N-word. Yeah, I mean, the the league is mostly black guys. Right, so did Schroeder say it like, I hate you N-word, or, like, what was the... It was... um come on my that word with the the soft a <laughs> i mean from like twitter lip readers yeah so but be that i guess kyrie irving didn't like him or probably felt offended that like i don't know you that's like somebody saying yo hey sis i'm not your sis i don't know you you don't know me so don't call me sis or hey love hey boo hey babe hey bestie Right, I'm, I don't know you. I'm not cool with you. Don't call me that. So maybe that's why he took it to offense. But then again, I guess he was picking and choosing. He can't be mad when he want to get mad. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm a southern gay, so I I call a lot of people honey and babe, even men and women, and nobody gets mad. But that's just the that's just how how endearing I am, I guess. But I don't. I, I, I already said I don't think nobody should be calling nobody my nigga. I just don't. Right. Just well, the the word itself is like a, a study in in group communication, right? Like, um, and just like you're saying, Joey, you call people babe, honey, sweetie, and context is so important. Those people probably understand that you're coming from a a place of good intent. And they, yeah, and they take it Love that it. way. It's very endearing. And granted, Scrotum could have been. Is his name Scrotum or Schroeder? Schroeder. <laughs> Schroeder. <laughs> oh my lord! Scrooter. Wait a minute. <laughs> what does she say? Uh. <laughs> his name is Schroeder. 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 Oh, okay. Ma'am, what the hell? <laughs> Even, like, I don't know. Maybe he felt like because you're black, I'm black, I can say my N-word. And some people feel like that. So, like Joey said, honey, boo, and babe are terms of endearment. Granted, I, I don't believe the N-word should be a term of endearment to anyone. Oh. But okay. some people look at that word as that. So, maybe that's what old boy did. I'm going to call him old boy because I don't want to mess his name up again. And Kyrie Irving is just one of those, you don't know me, bro. Like, don't call me that. Don't, you know, try to associate that with. And and for black people, I'm sorry, but 
the n-word can we could be really buddy buddy with the n-word but if once i don't like you no more you call me the n-word it can be taken to left field real quick right well and uh kyrie irving is definitely on like a journey uh spiritual or you know emotional whatever he's uh leaning into his faith and you know being pretty publicly like groovy for back, lack of a better word you know just kind of like a a hippie tr- like you know experimenting with different faith stuff he's a native american uh he has native american heritage but like i think it's well within his rights to ask not to be referred to as that and react in the way he did right both of it's good that they both got ejected from the game and it wasn't just Kyrie because he reacted how he reacted like right right i also don't think Schroeder should be crucified um if this is something that's used in context all the time and um you know he he was just using the word like he would any other day to any other player okay for me I think that you have people have to learn to be able to read their audience to read the room. But you can't do that. I'm sorry, but if I was in in the middle of a dance performance and somebody said the N word to me, I'm not going to be able to read a room when I'm in the heat of the moment. Yeah, I'm going to take it automatically. You know, he said, "Well, I don't care if you black. I don't care if you pink, green, purple, red." You said what to me? Yeah, but that's so. That's not a good analogy because it's not surprising to hear that on an NBA court at all. Right. So then trying to, that's what I was getting at. Trying to, you know, say that, oh boy, shouldn't be scrutinized for what he did. Then we should do that for all profanity. That's what I'm saying. And for the most part it is. And except in this one instance, when Kyrie took special uh, exception to it. Mm. And it might be just because he said it in a German accent. What does that even sound like? Yeah. <laughs> was it? it so, he, but it wasn't like heckling, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, hateful. It was like he was trying to guard him or something like that, or like block a shot or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And and I guess it's like you really I, did. You really have to foul me like that? Yeah, it was like a foul that happened, and old boy said what he said. Struder, Struder, Struder. It was a good shabab. But I would like to know you say nigga in a German accent. Nah. I'm good. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, let, hit us up on Uncensored Boss FM on Twitter and Instagram, and let us know what you think. Uh, should Schroeder maybe face a fine or suspension, um, or should the league start? Oh, them knock his head off. Should the league start um, enforcing rules for this type of language in the future? And what do you think about Ky- Kyrie's enlightenment journey? I'm always down to hear about that. We will be right back with a wrap-up of the episode after this break on Uncensored. Alright everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy Joey and I'm here with Kayla and John and if you are just tuning in, oh, you've missed our show, but 
never fear we always come through with a podcast you can always listen to on the boss fm app so get your life and get your wig what did we miss from our one sis so (laughs) i can call you sis i can call you sis So what we talked about was the Kenosha officer that shot Jacob Blake has returned to duty as of March 31st. We also talked about Steve Urkel and how he is launching a new purple Urkel cannabis brand with 710 Labs. We also had a lovely discussion on Marvin Scott III, who is another um, unfortunate case in police brutality and how he died in Texas police custody but how his family is still fighting for justice as well as giving the tea on DJ Mustard and his personal shopper we also had a great happy birthday to two DeBrat and Sarah Michelle Geller both women 147 and 143 happy beautiful birthday we did the Johnson & Johnson vaccine which is put on hold due to blood clots. And the cop who shot Dante Wright, her name is Kim Porter, she's Kim Potter. She's been identified and she has resigned. We talked about Grimes and her alien tattoo, which freaked the hell out of me. And then we talked about TikTok and people running around in blindfolds. One sis almost took her neck off running into the actual mountain. And then we had a underlying discussion of the day, which was undying need for attention and narcissism and the definition of that. Yes, and we had a lovely, lovely sports segment with our favorite co-host, guest host, John. That is all that we have for you guys, and we hope that you tune in with us same time, same place, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. here on the Boss One and Boss FM Next channels. If not, Make sure you tune us out on our podcast on the Boss FM app, but follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Uncensored Boss FM. It has been real. It's your girl Kayla here with your party boy Joey and our guest host John. See y'all tomorrow. Peace out. Bye, y'all.